0: my fellow adventurers and welcome to adventures in gaming the show where we share stories of the games that are special in our lives and the adventures we have in them i'm your host tom let's get those nostalgia goggles on and let's get started today is a very special episode for a couple of reasons first is because this show just passed 300 listens across podcast services and i cannot thank you all enough for listening to me, ramble on. Whether if you just listen to one episode or you've listened to them all, every listen means a lot, and it's really important to me. So, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Now, this is also a special episode because I also have my first special guest. <gasps> a hush, a hush falls over the crowd. You could hear a pin drop right now. It's crazy. Yes, that's right. It is my honor to introduce a good friend of mine please welcome Mikey. How's it going? Hey, hello. Good. How are you? I'm doing really well. Thanks for coming on and being my first guest, man. I really appreciate it. it. Oh,
1: of course. Thank you. Thank you for having me on. I'm glad to be
0: here. (laughs) That's good. Now, uh, we've known each other for a little while now, huh?
1: It has been a few years. Yeah, for sure. Yeah,
0: it has been. I think we first met in a video game store, actually. So that's kind of cool.
1: Indeed, it was your video game store. That's right.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Time really does fly by. Yeah. I I think one of our first conversations we ever had was about, like, our favorite consoles and stuff. Now, I know I've talked about it on here, how my favorite console is Super Nintendo, but yours is a different console in Nintendo's library, correct?
1: That it is. It is the Nintendo 64.
0: Yeah. Now see I like the N64, but I've always thought it was the the weird console of Nintendo, like minus the Virtual Boy, but hey.
1: <laughs> yeah, it certainly was not as powerful as the PlayStation. It uh it holds a special place in my heart, however, just all of the games that I enjoy, some of my very favorite games are on that console.
0: Right. Now the the N64 also doesn't have a very large library. I yeah. I don't think it has. I don't think it even breaks like 400 games.
1: Those certainly are not a whole lot, which is nice because that just means that I have a high chance of owning all of my favorites, which I do. So that's awesome. That's very (laughs) nice. Yes.
0: So I do have a, a question for you. So the N64 came out on September 29th, 1996, in North America. Now, did you become an early adopter of the n64 or uh no it took a couple years um it was uh
1: uh, i want to say it was in the 1990 99 ish area where i got my console okay
0: so shortly after like ocarina time and Yeah, yeah all that good stuff
1: all of the good times yeah
0: yes yeah and now with that being said my favorite console is the super nintendo but there is a lot of games on the n64 that i love and it's it's got a lot of weird oddballs too um have you ever played a game called space station silicon valley no i've not even heard of that yeah it's a really weird game but i i love this game a lot but there's actually a bug in this game uh, no pun intended and you'll get that in a second there's actually a bug in this game where you can't actually beat it oh really yeah <laughs> but what the game is is you're um you're an alien but you're a little bug and what you have to do is you have to possess like these dead animals and each animal has a special ability to get through the level and oh. it's yeah <laughs> <laughs> It it's kind of a morbid little game, but it's it's really fun. If you ever get a chance, like definitely give it a shot.
1: Yeah, yeah, for sure.
0: So what uh, what are some of your favorite games for the console, or maybe your favorite game for the console? Uh,
1: well, I would say easily some of my favorites are going to sound very familiar, especially to you. You got uh, Super Smash Brothers, Mario sixty four, you know the classic Mario games. Mm-hmm. Um, funnily enough. The game that I'm going to talk about is also one of my favorites. It's called Jet Force Gemini. And it, okay. is also about, it also has to do with bugs and things of the like. So Nintendo 64 had a few of those games, if memory serves. There was like Body Harvest, for example. Um, but this game in particular, Jet Force Gemini.
0: Fair enough. Now, me personally, I've never played this game. So I guess what's the game about?
1: Yeah, see, that's also kind of why I like it so much is like it kind of went under the radar a bit, even though it was actually made by Rare. You know, you probably know them from, you know, Banjo-Kazooie and such. Um, Who? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so the basic, the basis for the the story is that you control a party of three, basically, and they're twins. One is named Juno. Um, the other is Vela and their dog his name is lupus and you're basically intergalactic space warriors fighting an invading bug army
0: okay that's actually sounds really cool
1: it it is pretty cool i agree with that it's um it's nothing too crazy in terms of its actual like story it's probably more basic but mm-hmm. like there's a lot of enjoyable elements to the game
0: Okay. Now, is it like a
1: a platformer or what? Ah, yeah. It's um, it has platforming elements, but it's mainly a third person shooter. Ooh. With like the control scheme, it's it's wonky to say the least. With the single analog stick of the Nintendo sixty four. Ah uh, yes. Yeah, it can be and it can be kind of a nightmare to pick back up after all these years. But once you get it, you know you understand
0: it. Yeah, like, I think I tried to play uh, Perfect Dark or Goldeneye, one yeah. of the two, like, recently, and I was oh. just like, what is happening? It is
1: so hard to pick up Goldeneye again. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it It's so weird, like, yeah. to think of that. Like, I, I, I played these games so much, and it was just second nature to use this single stick and, like, the, what are they called? The C buttons, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Yeah and like to actually aim you would hold the r button and stuff so oh my god it was so weird yeah but it was so natural like yeah. because we didn't know any better at no, that point we didn't know <laughs> any better <laughs> and
1: and it just like like i said it it grew on you almost immediately mhm you know
0: absolutely now jetforce gemini uh, yes. when did you first play this game do you remember like your first experience with the game or I do.
1: It was sometime. I believe it had flipped over to the year two thousand, and I remember the Lincoln Park song "To the End" or um, uh, "In the in End." The, in the end, yes. Sorry. Okay. Um, I remember that being wildly popular and hearing it all the time. So it was around that time period that I played it first.
0: Fair enough. Now, do you do you have like a a memory of like when you first played it, or just? It was around that time, or
1: it was just mainly around that time. But like,
0: okay. I I just got in the game
1: basically on a whim, something that I had never heard of. You know, this this wasn't this wasn't Mario. Like, this wasn't Paper Mario. This wasn't, you know, Mario sixty four. This was just what what on earth was this?
0: Right. Yeah, I've I've definitely done that a few times. Just kind of looked at a game, just be like what in the world? And then yeah. you end up buying it, and you end up loving it. So yeah. So. I guess that takes me to my next question. Um, what was your reaction when you first played the game? Was it this is weird or what?
1: It was a mix of familiar and not so familiar because having played GoldenEye before and like dealing with the single stick and aiming and shooting the way you do in GoldenEye, um, I was able to pick it up fairly quickly because you also you like you aimed with the with the R button you strafed and whatnot with the C-stick or the C-buttons. And, you know, it was it was just odd. But it was also, it, while it wasn't familiar, like, while it was familiar, it was also just something I'd never seen before because it was, a, like, a third-person shooter
0: for the N64. Mm-hmm. Now, for whatever reason you were describing this and stuff, like, it being unfamiliar and stuff... I was actually just thinking of the game that just came out called Biomutant. Yeah, yeah. And it it's the same reason why I'm interested in that game is because it's different. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, so was it sort of same type of thing? Now, it's just it, it's so different. It's so oddball. Yeah. You know?
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. And it's like I... It was, like, my first experience with, like, here you are as a person and look at all these bugs and weird enemies that you have to deal with. And right. th- that was kind of cool to just, like, use just a bunch of really, like, cool weapons to just completely dismantle and explode bugs.
0: <laughs> well, I guess I guess that's going to lead into my next thing. Uh, t- tell me about, like, something an adventure you did and you had in this game that just really sticks out to you. And you just remember doing it. You know, I know you were just talking about exploding bugs and stuff, but right. Of course. It, is there something that sticks out to you that you're like, I remember doing this.
1: I remember, um, among all of the very neat weapons, you have your, like your standard, you have your pistol, You got your machine gun, your charge shotgun kind of thing. Um, there was this weapon called the tri rocket launcher. And it's basically what it sounds like, like okay. it's just a it's just a rocket launcher that shoots three rockets and just explodes kills everything um basically whenever i unlocked that for the first time when i found it i just kind of went completely nuts with it and just there was um there was a uh, let's just say poorly poorly rendered ant blood all <laughs> over the screen
0: So I'm like imagining this now, like just this big rocket launcher and you're just blowing up all these ants and ant legs and everything. Oh yeah.
1: Ant legs, heads, everything. (laughs) And some innocent bystanders as well. That was was a, that was was a feature of the game as well. You needed to save, you know, the people that the race that the bugs were invading. Right. So they were strewn about the levels and you had to save all of them in order to actually complete the game. Now, like, nine-year-old me didn't realize this. No, <laughs> nine-year-old Mikey was like, stupid bears, go boom. And I just <laughs> murdered them, too, because I was a terrible child.
0: That's funny. Well, well I'd, I would have probably done the same thing. Be like, what is this, a triple rocket launcher? Let's explode everything. Yeah. You know? Yep. So, I mean, But that's what we did back then. Like, it didn't matter. No, it really <laughs> didn't. I <I've laughs> re- still... Like
1: I've still never completed that game because of the fact you need to save all of them.
0: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that definitely sounds like something I would have done. Yes. back then as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> I I'm now thinking of like all the times I when I first played like GTA. That, oh, of like, course, yeah. You, you just explode everything because it's, it's GTA. It's just it's, what you do. It's what you do. Yeah. So that, that's really cool. So you're talking about like ants and stuff. Was there other enemies and stuff? Was there Were you shrunken down in a world? Or? No,
1: no, you were normal size, but the ants and the like flying enemies and they were just like your size. Okay. But then there were also like bigger like beetle versions of them that, you know, had more <laughs> HP and stuff. And right, yeah, there, of course. And then there were there were bosses There were like actual bosses where they were humongous. And I remember them as being really difficult. But in reality, they were probably just really simple because they had glowing weak spots. Because, of course, they did.
0: Yeah, because Nintendo.
1: Yeah. And like, (laughs) shoot, shoot, shoot this until the glowing thing appears and then hit it three times with your triple rocket launcher and call it a day, you know?
0: Yeah, right. Just what this boss what's his name glowy mcweek dies or something i don't know (laughs) right yeah pretty much (laughs) oh man that's funny so what does this game mean to you like i know we've been talking about it for a few minutes now but like what like where where does this game hold that special place to you it's just um I would say after
1: school, because, you know, child, um, Mm -hmm. oh boy, (laughs) Um, (laughs) I would come home and it was it was a game that I owned. Now, not having a whole lot of money growing up, uh, my actual game library was very small. Um, But like I had, you know, Donkey Kong 64 because it came with the console because of course it did. Um, And like a few others, but I would just mainly borrow games from my neighbor and friend um but like this one was mine and he didn't have it that's the thing as well he had so many nintendo 64 games his library was insane for a child and he just didn't have this one this was just one that mikey had like this like he borrowed this from mikey not the other way around
0: you awesome know? yeah that that's really cool yeah. i like that i like that a lot All right. Well, awesome. Thank you so much for sharing, sharing this game with me today. I really appreciate it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, of course. I'm really glad to talk about it because you've never heard of it. And nobody I talked to ever has seemed to have heard of it.
0: Mm -hmm. And it's definitely, I looked it up a little bit. And it's, it's definitely one of those games that I probably would have never picked up without actually talking to somebody, you know what I mean? Or just picking it up on a whim as you did.
1: Right, yeah. And like something I didn't appreciate when I was younger was like sound design and music a lot in games. Okay. And this one in particular, like it feels like the sound effects are good, the the music in each area. It sounds like you are just a lone person taking on an entire army and like there's big orchestrated pieces with like heavy sounds and it's just something I really appreciate now because the soundtrack is very good for what's happening.
0: Awesome. That, that's really cool. And, and a lot of times those older soundtracks, they they can be kind of hit or miss. They, they really, really can. can. Yeah. Because, you know, a lot of them were just beeps and boops, you mm-hmm. know, but it, you get that good soundtrack. It can make a game. It really can. It really can. All righty. Again, thank you again for joining me. And if you enjoyed what you listened to, head on over to my Twitter page at Adventure Noodle. Give me a like on there. Share an experience. Maybe you've played this game before. You know, I'd, I'm sure we'd both love to hear about that. So anything you want to
1: want say in closing? I would just like to say thank you for having me on and for listening to me ramble about one of my favorite unknown for large, for the most part um, n 64 games. And, you know, thank you to your listeners for dealing with me for these minutes
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely well again thank you for agreeing to come on so but as always until next time catch you later